Talks right here, we gon' talk about it right here. We gon' talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. It's today talks right here. We gon' talk about it right here. I'ma talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. Cause it's today talks. And I'ma talk about it. Yeah, cause it's today talks. And I'ma talk about it. And welcome to this season five opener of the Tanae Talks podcast. Remember, Tanae Talks and you listen. I'm kicking off this season with a very special guest that is very near and dear to my heart. I've known this guest for over 20 years, which is insane. <laughs> over 20 years. That, that's, I just realized that when I just said that. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> in this new season of Tanae Talks, you know that Tanae Talks is dedicated to serving women, especially Black women, but all women. And today's guest embodies girl bossness, being a boss chick, being a boss babe. And today we're going to talk about finding the bra, finding the right bra. Your bra can never. And it's very yes. We as women, we carry these around. Yes. <laughs> uh, so without further ado, I'd like to welcome my beautiful guest, Tiffany Cole Allen, tech designer and plus size model. Welcome to the show, Tiffany. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me and asking me to be a part of Tanae Talks. Um, I, I've already been a fan previously, but you know, it, it was, it's so nice to be able to get on here and talk about the things that I talk about regularly, you know, with everybody, <laughs> but um, to be able to expand and, and help people with broad knowledge is like great. So that is just you. great news. You are so welcome. So uh, Tiffany and I attended middle school and high school together and, you know, post high school, Please tell my listeners a little bit about your journey post high school that led you into being a tech designer, a bra fitness expert, and also a beautiful plus size model. Okay, so it was quite a journey. I mean, it's been a long time since high school, <laughs> but um, I started out going to fashion school um, after high school. I moved, well, I started. I started at a HBCU my first year, and then I transferred to um, a fashion school in New York and called the Fashion Institute of Technology. And that's how I started my journey into um, technical design. I got my first internship with uh, The Gap, interning on one of their technical teams for a new brand that they were starting at the time. And that's how I fell into technical design. It wasn't always for intimate apparel. I started out with women's wear, then I moved into children's wear, and then um, finally moved into um, intimate apparel my senior year of college. And from there, um, I started going to different brands and um, working on different brands and different product categories within intimate apparel. So. I started out doing like Fredericks of Hollywood and like Walmart sleepwear. <laughs> yeah, it was like the little like bikinis and floss and stuff that you see, you know, maybe you might see a stripper wearing it. Okay. Those are the kind of things that I started out with. And I was like, oh, I like this, you know. I was like, I like this stuff. You're being a little bit too like modest. It. You're being a little bit too modest because you you probably caught Tiffany's tech designs on a famous fashion show, which is the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Yes, yes. So eventually down the line, as I got into intimate apparel and worked more and more in it, um, I landed a technical design role with Victoria's Secret. And um, that's where I really dove not, no, dove 
um, you know, head first into the intimate apparel world. Um, before I had worked on brands for like Macy's and stuff like that, which I learned a lot, but then it really wasn't until I got to Victoria's Secret where I saw the extent of intimate apparel, like how far, how much money it made, first Ooh. of all, and um, how much money <laughs> and time and care was put into making the product. So yeah. um, that's really where I learned the bulk of all my technical experience in terms of intimate apparel, um, because I worked on everything there. I worked on bras, lingerie, like you said, fashion show styles. I worked on like three years straight of fashion show styles, um, robes, loungewear, everything you could think of. Everything Glo that you could like think gloves, of hosiery, with intimate, uh, intimate apparel. So you, you, we're saying the term techni technical designer, but what actually is a technical designer to those that don't know what that is? Yes, so a technical designer is basically what an engineer is for cars. That's what a technical designer is for clothing. So you have people who come up with these ideas and they're like, well, how do you execute it for production? How do you make it into an actual product that can go into the store that's cost effective for the company to be able to produce? And then also can go into the store and anybody from a size zero to a 14, 16, 18 can go in and put it on. And that's mm -hmm. essentially where technical design comes in. I work with my pattern makers to create patterns for styles. I fit them on live models. Um, and basically when I look at the sample on a live model, I say, okay, this needs to be corrected. That needs to be corrected to perfect the fit of the garment. Um, and then I communicate those changes to the factories overseas. They make those changes on the pattern, create another sample and send it to me. And we basically do that until that design has been perfected and I approve it to go to production. So, um, and so you basically are able to modify the garment so that it can be mass produced. So, what yes. we, so when we see small, medium, large, or when we see A cup, B cup, C cup, double D, you were able to take that design and be able to mass produce it so that we can just walk into the store and take it we off. Pick this size. Exactly. So every garment is made up of measurements. You have to have measurements in order to create a pattern. So um, that's what I create. Those measurements to say, okay, this bra cup for a size 34B should be six inches or five and a half inches tall from okay. the bottom to the top. And you have to give all these different measurements, which we call a spec. And those measurements make up the pattern for that garment. My pattern maker knows, okay, when I mold this bra cup, well, not my pattern maker, but your bra cup molder would know, okay, when I'm molding this cup, I have to make this, um, this hard hat five and a half inches from top to bottom. I have to make it seven and a half inches from the neckline to the center front. You know, right. those are the measurements that I would give them based off of how it fits on the body. So and I like how you said like a techni technical designer is like an, an engineer, but for a car. And we know that like we, we're, we're from Flint, you know, we're both Flint natives, right. you know, GM vehicle city. So we have family that work at the plant. So mm -hmm. take maybe 25 people to make a car. Let's just yes. all the parts. How many people does it take to make the, a bra? Because you talk about the color, a lot. the pattern. I didn't even know yes. that deep until. It's so deep. It's so many people <laughs> that are involved in making all of your clothing. But, you know, even in, in some apparel, you have a wire. So there's a, a wire supplier. There's. The, I, as a technical designer, have to look at the wires and match them to the cups to make sure that the, that wire supports that cup. So I'm the person that is basically touching everybody's hand to be able to get this together. So you have a raw materials person who's working with the fabrics um, to make sure that the fabrics are functional in their end state. So mm -hmm. if I have a certain lace that's going on a bra, we have to know that, you know, the lace is not going to stretch or if it does mm -hmm. stretch, that it's not going to stretch too much. Like those certain things are, are things that a raw materials person would handle. So they would test the fabrics that are going to go into that garment 
and get them to a place of approval. They're gonna work with the mills who are producing the fabric for that garment to be able to get them to a place that is okay for production. Well, while my raw materials person is working on that and going through that, they're communicating with me any fabric issues that mm -hmm. they may see or that may come up that will affect the fit or the quality. So then in my fittings, I have to make note of that. Okay, this lace is having an issue with shrinkage. It's shrinking when it gets dyed. So that means that I have to add more inches around the body. So you would sure add that because that plays a role in when we, you know, we get our garment and it might say only wash in cold or do not. Yes. The materials yes. may affect what's going on. That's dope. Right. So it's like it's a lot of hands that touch it, but my main people that I hold on that I'm close with is mm -hmm. my designer and my product manager. And the product manager is coordinating with the factory on in terms of like uh, dates because we have to hit a certain date to have the product in the store at the time that it's supposed to be there. So um, say for instance, I'm shipping for summer or I'm working on summer styles, I have to have that fit approved by X date in order for that garment to get produced properly and make mm -hmm. it on the boat or on the plane to be in the warehouse to go in the store by the floor set date. So there's so many factors. <laughs> Basically, Girl, you're like, like the intimate apparel version of the Devil Wears Prada. Like, yes. Until I saw the Devil Wears Prada, I was like, I didn't, like, when she was so serious, when she was telling uh, Annie Hathaway's character, when Annie Hathaway is like, it's just clothes. Mm -hmm. She was like, girl, it ain't just no, clothes. No, it is not. <laughs> it is not. There are Everything so many that affected by it. I mean, like, so many people um, that are affected by this industry, you know yeah. what I mean? And COVID has really taken a toll on our industry. And, um, it's really, it's been like worldwide, we've been seeing so many issues, you know, with COVID coming up. Um, but yeah, technical design, you, I basically create the Bible for every garment. So my tech pack is, oh, it's the spec, it's the, you know, sewing instructions, because I have to communicate to my sewers how to sew the garment as well. I have to mm -hmm. communicate to the factory how to sew the garment if there's a special construction that needs to be done to address an, a fit issue or an issue with quality. Like in satin, you know, satin has issues with when you pull the seam apart, it's called seam slippage. I have to incorporate a specific stitch to be done to be able to combat that quality issue so it doesn't affect the customer later on. Basically, my job is make sure that the customer <laughs> is going to be happy with this product. They're going to love how Listen. it fits and they're going to feel good about the quality of it. So if I know yes. that you are behind whatever garment that I'm picking up at Target or wherever, I know it's in good hands. So, yes. so we're going to delve right into bras. Like that's why we're yes. here. Um, bras are very important. We see people walking around and how their bra fits can basically affect how they look in their clothes. It can look... Whole outfit. And your whole <laughs> outfit is affected by your bra and your panties. Your yeah, whole yes. outfit. It can ruin it. I remember growing up, like, intimate apparel. We don't realize how important the undergarment is to make your outer garment look good. So for those who are listening on the podcast, if you go head on over to YouTube, you'll be able to see uh, this podcast episode. You can see that Tiffany looks very sleek in what she has on, even with just a t-shirt on. She looks very well put together. <laughs> and part of that outer look is based on the undergarments that she has on. So bras, right? Yes. Bras yes. have a long history as it relates to fashion, as you've already told us. Mm -hmm. Evolution of women, right? Um, bras are not seen as undergarments, as we mentioned, but as a way to modify or enhance a look, right? So as yes. you mentioned, like the whole look, it can make or break a look, right? But even right. medically speaking, bras can help prevent back pain, mm -hmm. contribute to back pain, which is yeah. something that I'm having trouble with. Um, I even went to the doctor about it to be able to get uh, a breast reduction. But earlier today before the podcast, Tiffany gave me a virtual uh, bra fitting that she will be offering. So in the show notes, 
down below <laughs> in the show notes, you'll be able to click on her website so that you can book your very own virtual bra fitting. And she gave me my actual yes. tip. I actually fitted, I was in a 38 double D and we came to the realization that I'm actually a 38 H. I'm way down the alphabet. It's A, B, C, D, But no, but the thing is though, do not look at the letter as the more you go up in the alphabet that is just big. You know what I'm saying? We have been conditioned to think that because most American brands stop at triple D. So when you hear G-H-I-J, you're like, oh my God. I've had women like, there's no way that I wear that bra size. And I'm like, yes, yes, you do. Just try on the bra and you will see the difference. Don't get stuck on the letter because that does not mean that your breasts are huge or your boobs <laughs> are huge. You know what I mean? It just, it's just a letter. Like you just have to look at it like that because um, that's the way that some man who set up bra sizes a long, long, long time ago before any of us were even thought of okay. came up with this system and said, this is how we're going to label cup sizes. And it's just been carried on. So don't look at it as, you know, I, I mean, not you specifically, but women. Right, but in general. Don't right. look at it like, you know, there's some women who wear M, N, O, P, double <laughs> H, double J, A. Hey. All the boobs have to have a bra. That fits. If your boob <laughs> can get into a letter, let your boob get into a letter. That's it. That's it. You are cute. Let it be. Like, let it be. You know what I'm saying? Wear that cute proudly. But put it in a cute bra so that those cues can be so you ain't just here. Tumbling out here, right? So that's right. Back to the 14th century. So I did a little bit of research, Tiffany, because I was like, mm -hmm. You know, I, I saw you, you're really promoting your business of these virtual bra fittings because you really care about how women look. You really care yes. about the fashion part of it, the health part of it. So I was like, let me do a little bit of research. So dating back to the 14th century, according to goodhousekeeping.com, the earliest bra was known as a bando. B bandu, bando. 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 Ghetto. It's like a bando. Like the <laughs> and we still use that term. <laughs> you still use the bando? But it's a different so it's style now. It's a different style now. I mean, actually, you know, it probably is similar to what was back in the day. Maybe okay. not. But a bando is just the 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 um bra that's just like it looks like a band right. and it goes all the way around that's it it may have like elastic up top elastic at bottom at the bottom but that's it there's no wires no pads or anything like that yeah i was shocked to learn that and and so in the 14th century women who played sports wore them for obvious reasons um and prior <laughs> Prior to the 14th century, women just were out here bare-breasted. Like we're, like right now, yes. pandemic, how we out here. We yes. have reverted back to the 14th century because <laughs> had it not been for this episode, I wouldn't even have a bar right now. But <laughs> Tiffany is <laughs> So when we go back outside, everything is together, right? Yes. 1907, Vogue, which I'm pretty sure you're super acquainted with. Yes term brazier and we now go by the bra all right 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 yep the bra so tiffany i have a few questions for you where do women go wrong when trying to find the right bra where's where's the first thing where's where they going wrong um the first thing is trying to save money mm -hmm. that's the first thing with bra buying um you cannot buy cheap bras and expect good results and especially if you are anything over a c cup mm. because you know our breasts weigh a lot they weigh a lot you know mm. they're heavy they're, they're pretty heavy you know i would say maybe like three four five pounds on each Yes, on each breast. And it's depending on, you know, what size you are. But some may be even heavier than that. And what is in a cheap bra is cheap components. So that means your pad is cheap, your wire is cheap, 
the fabric is more than likely very cheap. Sure. Um, and then the labor is also cheap. So you have to think <laughs> about that as well. The people that are sewing the bra, they're not getting paid a lot when you buy a cheap bra. They're not getting Jenny, paid a lot. You just so, flexed on us. Basically, you letting us know you don't operate on the cheap side. No, you cannot. <laughs> and, I, and I say, when I say cheap, I mean like $30 or less for a bra. Yeah, like a $50 you know dollar I mean? bra. And it's fine if you buy that, you know what I'm saying? I've worked on cheap bras, I've made cheap bras, but I'm limited in the extent of quality that I can give you for a cheap bra. You know, as a technical designer, when I'm fitting a bra that I know is gonna retail for $10, mm-hmm. I say, this wire is terrible, but I can't do anything about it because this is what fits within the cost of making a $10 bra. You can't have, you know, fabric that's $4 a yard and make a $10 bra out of it. You just can't. Like, so there's a lot more technology and better components that go into more expensive bras. Now, with that being said, just because a bra is expensive doesn't mean that it's quality. So the second thing that I, the place that I think women go wrong is not just buying a cheap bra, but spending money on a bra just because of the brand name Mm, and saying, well, it's Victoria's Secret. So it should be, you know, it's $60. Victoria's Secret is nowhere near in 2020 what they were back in, you know, 1998, 1999, 2000, even in the time that I was there. It just has shifted so much in terms of fit and quality, but the price is still the same. So being educated about what brands are out there. And I know it's hard because you they're not, you know, you don't see bra advertisements on TV. No, you don't. No, you don't see billboards with bras on them all over the country. Here we might see them in New York, but mm-hmm. in other places, middle America places like that, you don't see a lot of advertisement about intimate apparel. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that is because our society is still, even though we're a very hypersexualized society, we're still pretty like prudish when it comes to women and their bodies. You know, most what I definitely, mean? So, it's like the sex is sold, but it's like you shouldn't be doing that because you're a whore. Exactly. It's like a <laughs> even in my own Instagram, I'm like trying to you know do ads and stuff to promote my bra fitting services and they're like oh no we we don't approve this because it's showing too much of one area and the person is in a bra but meanwhile you have people with swimsuits and you know all over you know but it's not selling only fans maybe you gotta start an only fans only fans bra fitting i i told you here today on today talks yes that's well, a good they idea. They got to pay to come in. Boom, boom, boom. Right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Okay. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, those are two of the things. Being cheap and I'm not going to say cheap, but trying to find and try, buying inexpensive bras and, um, you know, not doing the research about brands. Right. Having research about brands. Um, what about Fendi? Uh, Fenty, sorry, Fenty. Um, Fenty has cute stuff, mm-hmm. but it's it is what it's for. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a cheaper intimate apparel brand, so the quality is not as good. The fit may be good, but um, the bra is just not gonna last you. You know what I mean? But it's not meant to, because it's meant to be like, okay, I'm wearing this, you know, for a night out or. I'm getting cute for myself or for my significant other, whatever. You know what I mean? It's not meant to be like um, intimate apparel that you actually keep for a long time. How, so what also intrigued me about this talk today is that the last vacation that my mom and I went on um, Mm -hmm. before she passed on, we went to Livy Ray Lingerie, which it was known on the Lifetime Network TV show, Double Divas. And okay. We went bra shopping because my mom has huge, <laughs> huge breast. Okay. My mom's a, a plus plus woman, just not just plus size, a little plus plus. Yeah. And boobs. And so uh, we went to Double Divas or Libby Ray, and my mom ended up spending $500 that day. But that was the first time in her years of being alive that she mm-hmm. was able to find. And she got 
three bras, only three bras that cost her dollars. But she wanted to invest in it because when we went into the fitting, hoisted her up. I'm talking about it was like, yes, yes. (laughs) Like, you see, the difference is crazy when you put on a bra that actually fits right. You're like, hold up, wait, what? Like, your posture instantly (laughs) improved. Your posture is improved. You feel the relief off of this area of your neck and your shoulders. Mm-hmm. You know, like you feel like somebody's holding your breast for you and you're just standing <laughs> there. Like, that's what a good bra feels like. Like, you're not working. It's just like, okay, just carry them for me. Thank you. <laughs> Let me tell you, if I could have somebody carry my titties around, every woman would. <laughs> Who wouldn't want that? <laughs> <laughs> so Tim, that's what a good bra is you know that's what a good bra is you just gotta think of it like that like think of it like that like you got two people just like here you go i got you, you know so basically what you're saying is like you you get what you pay for and it's good to have such an investment yes. in bras because of all the things you name like here like there's real tension there there's yes tension here in this area this back and we could alleviate a lot of problems so when my mom spent the five hundred dollars that was attributed to the quality of bra that it would last a long time so with that being said how Mm -hmm. often should a person be measured for a bra size and depending on the quality that you're spending on the bra how long should that bra last you well you should be measured yearly for your bras um at the minimum I say you could probably maybe push it to like 18 months to 24 months if you haven't had any change in weight or any change in, you know, noticeable change in your breast. You know what I mean? Um, but at, at a year, you should be getting measured yeah. yearly. You know what I say? I always tell, you know, clients and stuff, make it, make it a broad anniversary. You know what I'm saying? Like put aside 10, $20, every every other week every month weekly depending on your bra budget set a bra budget for yourself put the money aside weekly every other week and then when your bra anniversary comes up <laughs> now you got your bra fund you go you get measure and you buy all new bras like that's something that women should do for themselves i i feel mm-hmm. like you know, we focus so much on our outer appearance. You know, we're going to get our hair done, our nails done, our lashes, you know what I'm saying? Like, but your bra is just as important because like I said, it matters. It show it, it helps your clothing. Like it helps how you look in your clothes. So it makes no sense to get your hair done, your nails done. You got your cute outfit and then you got this bra that has you with like quadruple boob or your boobs are sitting down here. Right. Like and your panty line showing. Pounds, you, yeah, you, like, you did all of that, but nothing. <laughs> you so, did all of that. You, you spent $350. Yes. Sometimes more. And most sometimes days, more when you could have spent an additional 80 bucks for a quality for a good bra. That's right. That's right. So I say make it a yearly thing. Like, you know, set your bra anniversary. Maybe it's around your birthday or maybe it's around Christmas. Like that's your Christmas gift to yourself or whatever, you know, and then go to a boutique. I suggest always going to bra boutiques because like your mom went to the place where you guys went. They specialize in this and they know they have knowledge of brands that you don't see at a department store and they also have extended sizes in store like a lot of places have those extended sizes in store for you to be able to try the size on Mm -hmm. so you can know how it fits and see the difference in how it fits um so always if you're getting measured go to a bra boutique or you can do you know if you have a bra fitting service in your city utilize them because that that type of knowledge that you're going to get is not like department store or right. going to a Victoria's Secret and get measured. Those people, 
most of the, most of the time have sat down and watched a video on how to measure you. But these people <laughs> have actually worked with different brides. Yes. They know they know about shape. They know about silhouette. They know about how to um, accentuate good areas and high problem areas with certain bra um, bodies that you use. And when we say bra bodies, I mean like a push-up cup or a demi cup mm -hmm. or um, a balconet or... Um, you know, a plunge neckline, like to be able to actually, it's almost like having a, a wardrobe stylist, but Maybe. literally just for your bras, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, and that's experience that you won't get from somewhere else. So if you're going to get measured, go to a bra boutique or see a bra fitting specialist. Or call um, Tiffany and get a virtual. Yes, or get a virtual <laughs> fitting. And that's if you're in the New York, New Jersey area, we could do a face-to-face -face fitting. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, you know. So how like, long will a quality bra last you? Should it, it will last you. It years? will last. It depends on how much you wear it. Because if okay. you wear it every day, obviously it's not going to last you, you know, for longer than a year, six months to a year. But okay. if you alternate your bras, which we suggest, you should have at least three to four bras, then you should get at least um you know 12 to 18 months out of a bra and maybe even longer depending on you know how often you wear it it just depends on how often you wear it but bras can last you a really long time so what and you if you take care of them because you can't just throw them in the washer and throw them in the dryer right you have to at some bras you have to take the care you have to hand wash them you have to hang dry them like if you want your stuff to last you have to take care of it because it's an investment and you should lay them flat to dry, correct? Yes, yeah. Heat you can either hang the them or lay them flat. The heat in the dryer can affect the wire, the shape. Oh, yes. The foam, everything. Ooh, the foam. Yeah. You know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> why do most, you kind of touched on it earlier because you talked about here in the U.S., but why do most store brands only go up to like a 38 double d to triple d and like that's where the book stops and then sometimes people feel like i am just forced to buy, buy this bra because this is mm -hmm. the size here so let me just go ahead and take it off the rack yes well first of all um because american sizing has always pretty much been up to a triple d european sizing is like the e the f g h it's just recently now that american brands have started to be like okay we need to incorporate bigger sizes um and a lot of the reason for that is one floor space you know there's not a lot of bigger bras are bigger you know what i mean the cups are bigger <laughs> right yeah they don't know, you know, there's nowhere to hang all of those sizes. So you'll even notice that with smaller bra sizes, you know, um, that you don't see a lot of them in the store. And mm -hmm. it's because one, there's not a lot of people in those sizes. So it doesn't really make sense to have those bras hanging on the floor because if you get one or two people who comes in and buys, you know, a 38H, but you don't have, you have 10 or 15 38Hs, then you don't sell that product and that product right. has to get marked down. So that's a loss of money. Um, and then on top of that, it costs to develop bras. Like it costs a lot of money to create foam cups, you know, and it takes a lot of time. And some brands just don't feel like that's their target customer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they don't want to put the investment into building those sizes until they see an interest for it. Like you see, like I said, a lot more brands are now, we need to add on bigger sizes because yes. women are like, we can't fit these. And the brand, be, due to the internet and social media and everything, people have more visibility to brands. Right. So people are seeing there's European brands that fit me better. So I'm going to shop there and have, you know, get them shipped to the US or whatever. And American brands are recognizing that and now adding those sizes on. So if there's a brand you love that doesn't have the sizes that you want, well, you shouldn't be wearing them anyway. But <laughs> if you just feel like you need to have that brand or you like that brand so much, then send them an email or whatever and say, you know, when are you going to start incorporating these sizes? Because I have worked with brands that are like, we keep getting comments on our Instagram. We keep getting this. We keep getting that. We need to add on extra sizes. Like they listen to the customer way before they listen to the technical designer. So 
yes if there's a brand brands that you you know want to expand their size and reach out as a plus woman myself there are some brands that i love that i'm just like they don't even have plus sizing and i've reached out and come to find out you know they'll reply back and be like actually we are working on adding a curve okay because they realize in america we're 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 bigger society we're bigger yes we're in the european countries with the modification with the gmos in our food so we're just growing Mm -hmm. so they better they better keep up and so lastly tiffany what are the top three things women should do before they purchase a bra top top of the list get measured get measured um like research research your brand once you find out your real size research brands you know brands that carry your size read the reviews on bras you know if you're purchasing online read the reviews you can tell if a if if a product is good based off the reviews you know there may be okay. like two people like oh, i didn't fit me da, 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 you know but if there's 10 people saying that this is excellent if it's great trust the 10 people because those two people probably didn't know what their size was anyway and they ordered the wrong size so mm-hmm. read the reviews um and then uh you know don't be don't be afraid to um that don't be upset if you have to return things okay. brand all, all brands fit differently you know it could be the same size in one brand same size in another brand and they both fit differently and that's just based off of how they were fit by the fit team you know what i'm saying so um don't get discouraged if you get one size in one brand and it fits good and then you buy another brand in the same size it doesn't fit try a different size you know what i'm saying right. and if the different size doesn't fit then that's not the brand for you their fit is not right stick with the brands that you find that fit you good and you love them stick with them that's is that's it just possible that. to be so we discovered today that i'm an h right mm-hmm. Is it possible to be an H in one brand and then a G in another brand? So it is. Okay. So if if a person they should try something a size similar to the one in the brand that they fit that fits well in, if it does not a direct match. Yes, they should. Because you know, our measurements, we fall in between, we go up, down, you know what I mean? So it's not science it's not like a science this is like okay you're 38 h 38 h and that's it you can't be any other size anywhere else it's not like that you know what i'm saying um you have to think of your bras just like your clothes if i go to one store i know i may be a 16 in this store i may be a 14 on this brand i may be an 18 at that brand but i know that already going into the store so really Mm -hmm. it's just knowing about what size you truly are and then knowing your body and then shopping with that knowledge and knowing what you should be looking for when your bra goes on like okay i know i'm not having any spillage over the top i'm not um you know having any spillage on the side Mm -hmm. my band is sitting parallel to the floor it's not like hiking up my back or it's not like drooping down my breasts are not sitting in the middle of my ribs. They're actually, you know, my wire's <laughs> not sitting in the middle of my ribs. It's actually right. sitting at the top of my ribs. Looking for those things when you put your bra on is what's going to help you buy good bras. You know what I mean? It's not so much about the size. It's about how does it fit. And the same thing with clothes. You know, it's not so much about the size or the brand. How does it fit me? When you, when you put it on and you say, okay, this fits me good. I like how it fits right you you buy it. it it doesn't matter what brand it is or what you know what size is on the tag if it looks cute you buy it right so because you're wearing that shirt and you're wearing them pants thank you girl like <laughs> <laughs> so those who are listening on spotify and apple podcast check out youtube you can see this look child so <laughs> <laughs> lastly i just wanted to give some things um the consequences eight consequences that can affect you if you don't choose the correct bra size and why you should absolutely go follow Tiffany at Shanae Smiles on Instagram or Tiffany Allen on Facebook so that you can book your virtual appointment. So according to mouseofmums.com, these are the eight dangerous consequences of the wrong bra size. Number one, breast pain. Mm -hmm. Breast pain is big. Um, Yes. 
Number two, back pain, which Tiffany touched on. Because mm -hmm. this, all of that, it hurts. Trust me. You it have more weight up front than you do on your back. Okay. So if it's not lifted and supported, if you don't feel like you got those two hands right there, then this is what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is what you're doing over time. Gravity is just pulling you down, pulling you down, pulling you down. And then you're like, oh, my neck, my shoulders. That's what that is, you know? And we're over 30. So as you get over 30, let me tell y'all something. Mm -hmm. And I was a cheerleader. Tiffany and I were both cheerleaders. We was out here living our best athletic lives. Yes. The bang, banging the beats. <laughs> and my, yes. My mama used to always be complaining about these aches and pains that she had. So in my young little teenage mind, I used to be like, oh, mama, you don't hurt. Oh, no, you don't. She said, keep living. Yeah. I hit 30, literally at 12.01 midnight when I turned, <laughs> the aches and pains, they began. So you want to minimize your aches and pains, my body sauce. Number three, premature sagging. Yes. You don't have the right bra. Your titties going to be to the fluff. That's right. That's you, right. You don't, you don't want that. I'm niggas will blaze you. <laughs> you going to feel insecure. You come home, you take off all your contraptions. You're trying to be sexy. And then you take it off. And then your titties roll on down. So who wants to deal with that? And it's going to happen regardless, especially if you have kids and especially if you breastfeed. Your breast shape is going to change. The elasticity is going to change. There's no way to fight it unless you surgically have them lift them up. You're never going to get it back. <laughs> but you know what I'm, I'm saying? There are things that you can do. Your bra helps with that. You know what I'm saying? When you get in the right bra, it helps, you know, to... um to keep that elasticity. Not necessarily to put it back. Nothing's going to put it back, like I said. But to Nothing keep will it be there, the same. <laughs> you got to have a good bra to keep it there, to keep that elasticity. Keep it there. Number four, shoulder and, uh, shoulder and neck pain. Right? Mm -hmm. So as Tiffany said, you're getting pulled forward like this. You're kind of like, mm -hmm. you don't want that. Number five, <laughs> blocked lymph nodes. Yep. That's if your bra is too tight. So you got boobs, this is all here, and it's just, you can, this blockage there, which could lead to my next point. Um, it can, may trigger cancer, mm -hmm. lack of blood flow. Yeah. You're wearing the wrong bra size, and it's just squeezing you up, and you are like, that can block blood flow. Number six, it can ruin your And that's not how you create cleavage either, ladies. Like, Let's release the idea that your boobs have to be sitting on top of your bra in Tell order us. for you to have be sexy and have cleavage. That's not the way it works. If you're in the proper bra size, you're going to have cleavage and you're going to be lifted automatically. So please, if your boobs are squished together like this on top <laughs> of your bra, you are not creating cleavage. You are creating health problems. That's, <laughs> that's it. Maybe that's going to be a sound bite. You are not creating cleavage, you're creating a medical problem. <laughs> it's true. Girls, get girls, 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 get the girls together. Yes. Number, number, <laughs> that's number six. Number seven, it can ruin your posture. We've said it several times about this call, on, on, on this call, on this talk. <laughs> it can ruin your posture. You know, you're leaning forward, you're falling over, all of that it can ruin your posture. And number eight, which I have actually experienced, and I could show y'all, but this ain't the only fans. Skin abrasions. <laughs> if your bra is not the right size, it's cutting here, you can have skin abrasions. Actually, for me, wearing the wrong bra, size for many years i have a permanent bruising right here where the yeah is and that's what i was getting ready to say it will leave it, eventually if you keep wearing it bra over and over it will leave black marks i mean not black but you know like dark yeah, mine is marks black. Yeah. on your body um it'll be like you know a discolored area there along your body and you'll see it you know it'll be like right where your bra sits 
um, yes. it will cause those permanent changes or like scarring on your body. And I am a living witness of the scarring, black abrasions <laughs> right here from wearing the wrong bra. But uh, I'm lucky and I am blessed to have uh, received a virtual fitting from the Tiffany Cole tech designer and plus size model. And so Tiffany, I want to just thank you for being a guest on today's talks, girl. You thank you. You taught us. You I'm glad. Us. <laughs> we out here. I can talk, you know, I can talk about <laughs> and, and lingerie till tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? But um, I just really want to share my knowledge with people because I meet so many women and I used to do, I used to do bra measurements for our uh, wear test participants mm -hmm. for Victoria's Secret. Um, and I would measure women and some women that I met would be like, oh, there's no way I'm that size. I've been wearing this bra since, I've been wearing this bra size since I was 18 and they would be like in their Whoa. 50s. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> ma'am, you don't wear that size no more. <laughs> and then when I put the bright size on there, and they're like, wow, what a difference. So can you imagine, like, there's so many women for like 20, 30 years been wearing the wrong bra size. Yeah. And that I can only imagine like how their bodies feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's so necessary for us as women to wear the right bra size. Um, and I just want to be able to give that knowledge you know to other women and not you know charge an arm and a leg for it or anything like that because now as a technical designer i'm I, i'm at a point in my career where i'm sought out to make bras mm -hmm. and lingerie um because there's not a lot of bra technical designers who have that fit knowledge right um and I charge for that. Like, <laughs> you're going to pay the high. Because now, because <laughs> I have been through it. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 I have that expertise and I charge in the high. But for uh, from a customer standpoint, I want women to be empowered with this knowledge so that the brands that I believe in, that I know are good for women, can get that support. Um, and then two women can feel good about their bras again. Cause I hate mm -hmm. when I hear, not, I hate, but I feel so bad mm -hmm. when I hear women, like, I don't like my bra that I don't like wearing bras. They so uncomfortable, this, that, and the other. And it's like, nah, it's just, you, you, you just haven't found the right one yet. Trust me. You have not found the right one yet. Cause mm -hmm. there are so many, once you get in a good bra, you're like, what bra? <laughs> you'll be trying to put your bra on just to, just to look cute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's sometimes I'm around the house and I'm like, well, I got to put a bra on. You know what I'm saying? Because it does mm -hmm. not, like, having my boobs down here, <laughs> now that I know I can put on a good bra and lift them up and be looking snatched around the house. <laughs> Baby, you look snatched. You hear me? Then I do it. And t Tiffany, like, literally, she, I like how you use the example of the lady being hadn't had a bra change from 18 to the age of 50 because my mom was 53 when we went to double divas you know what i mean and so that was being uncomfortable or you know complaining a long time <laughs> excuse me for a very long time so tiffany that's miserable for <laughs> listening in on this episode if you book with Tiffany a virtual fitting and mention that you listen to this podcast she will give you 10 percent off of your virtual bar fitting so at, at time yes. let her know that you listen to this podcast and listen she's working she listen what she's charging for virtual bra fittings is a blessing because what she charging these yeah <laughs> she's giving you guys the discount of a lifetime for real <laughs> so in the show notes down at the bottom uh, I will have her information down at the bottom. You can follow her on Instagram, Facebook, and on her and go directly to her website to book a virtual book, uh, booking. And also, we will I will have in the show notes uh, different brands that you can go to that go up to the larger alphabet numbers uh, for and Cup so that you guys can have uh, just a better experience overall physically and medically and fashionably with the right bra size. So Tiffany in True Tonight Talks Fashion, this is your chance to give your shout outs. 
okay. Um, <laughs> uh, first, I'm gonna shout out you, Tanae, for um, bringing me to this platform for sure, um, and sharing me with your listeners and allowing me to be able to educate them some because it's a lot of women that don't even know that this service exists, uh, that don't even know all of what I told you told you guys about today. So yes, first you shout out. Second, I'm gonna shout out my husband because he's taking care of my child while <laughs> our child. Right. Our child while I'm on this call. So normally she would be up here like, I wanna talk, I wanna say <laughs> I gotta invite Sky on. Okay, that's just on period. Listen, that would be one girl. Oh my God. But yes, I had to shout him out because he's like a great um, partner to all of my business ventures that I'm always on and always doing. He's He's been very supportive always. So I have to shout out my hubby, Jamal. Oh. <laughs> shout, out. shout out to Jamal. Hey. <laughs> and then um, just, uh, you know, shout out to um, all of the people in my career who have helped me, trained me, taught me, um and just help me grow into this space uh and giving me opportunity to be able to grow into this space so um and they all know who they are because i give them props and, and tell them all the time personally but um i didn't get to this level of experience on my own i had a lot of great teachers in my career so shout out, shout to, out them. to them so how yeah. much is given much is required um so in season five, I'm adding a new segment to the Tanae Talks podcast, and it's called the Headline Ho of the Week. Don't be <laughs> read the article. Today's headline ho goes to the headline that I read that Kamala Harris will be paying off student loans for students who attend HBCUs. I'm pretty sure y'all just didn't read the whole article, and y'all just think that she just paying for everybody who go to a student loan, uh, go to HBCU student loan. Well, that is actually. Not the case. <laughs> her plan and her proposal is to allow students who attend HBCUs or a public university who go into service fields that make less than $125,000 as their salary to forgive their student loans for $20,000. You can read more about her proposal that she plans if she becomes vice president and Joe Biden becomes president on marketwatch.com or blavity.com for more information mm. on that headline. So, and all that getting, get an understanding and don't be a headline hoe. Thanks for coming to my Tanae Talk. Hi. <laughs> uh.